0: Mezzem Parshat a 5779. This was kinda cool. Over Shabbos, I had this interesting thought about an analogy to spiritual ideas from Dominoes. And right after Shabbos, I downloaded this Eric Clapton internet radio thing, and he was in a band called Derek and the Dominoes, and it pops up. Derek and the Dominoes. I was like, huh. So. The thing with dominoes, I don't know if you know, but like when I was a little kid, there was this cool toy called Domino Rally. Uh, it was kind of cute, but you set up all these dominoes in some type of chain reaction, and then you push one domino, and then they all fall down. It's kind of fun, but they always used to really frustrate me. I would always trip up and start sending them falling down, or I couldn't set them up, you know just a fun memory of mine but anyway why spend your time doing this and if you go on youtube you can find some really wild videos of like i don't know a million dominoes it takes an hour for the whole crazy thing to go down in a chain reaction again why spend your time doing that if it's just going to fall down and i don't know there's something satisfying or pleasurable about seeing the physics of it about seeing the experience you know, it's just cool to see that energy transferring from one thing to the next. It's strangely satisfying. But I, I felt like, hey, this is kind of a fascinating muscle or analogy for everything, for the universe. Because I was looking specifically in the Savior, chef Atal, and he was explaining, you know, what is, what constitutes not godliness? What constitutes otherness from Hashem, these worlds of Bria, yitzira Asiya, these worlds of Nifradim, of separations, and at the end of the day, I'm not going to quote the language, but they're just these great systems of shades of darkness and obscurity, which are set up to be knocked down, kind of like those dominoes. And then again, what's the point, right? What's the point of death? What's the point of time? What's the point of going through this moment that we're just going to lose the moment? One moment leads to the next in a chain reaction, but why? Like, why all the hassle? The czar is describing the world as this wax. In one place, it's describing the wax as that it's the mole, or it's it's the material by which the shape of the upper world is stamping into that wax to show what's otherwise invisible about those energies of the upper world. But in another way, it's describing the world as wax in that there's this candle, this fiery candle, ki Hashem eish ochla, that your God is a burning, jealous fire, and the Leshem is explaining that he's jealous for his lost sparks. He's got to, whatever, go out there into the waxy, dark stuff of the worlds of separation, this temporary experience of otherness from Hashem, and burn it up and jealously reclaim his territory, so to speak, so to speak. But again, what's the point? And again, it's reminding me of something I was looking at Bruch Hashem this past week with Rabbi Yitzchak Werbin in the Leshem Shabbat Achlama, that amazing sefer. The Leshem's the best. That There's this whole suya of Bone Olamot and that whatever this means, the Creator was, at the beginning of time, setting up worlds and then knocking them down. And then he does it again, whatever, that's sort of a note to self. Again, what's the point, though, of creating temporary existences which are constantly dying and passing on, making way for new existences, as the Party Srimonium is explaining at the beginning of Sha'ar Yudalit, the 14th, I believe, gate of that safer. That every second, the, the conglomeration and configuration of material elements is constantly breaking down and dying and passing away, giving rise to a new state of material configuration of elements. We've talked about this many times, that If you're going to make a shirt, so you, so to speak, have to destroy the configuration of wool on the sheep in order to ultimately create the configuration of shirt on person. And I was thinking also, why are we making brachot? Why are we making these amazing prayers when we're eating? Like, what's so great about eating? You're destroying and breaking down minerals and nutrients from food. What's the big deal? I mean, yeah, it's giving you life, but why is it? Why is life created through destroying the food? Why does Hashem set up a world to knock it down? So it all comes back to this domino analogy that there's, the, the beauty of it is, yes, you're setting up all these dominoes in a row only to just knock them down, but in the experience of seeing the energy transfer of the chain reactions, as one thing is knocking down another thing, what you see is something that was otherwise invisible, which is, and here's the deep point, that whole system of energy transfer, of chain reaction, is always existing timelessly in the space of possibility. Before you set up those dominoes, those 5,000 dominoes in in some crazy interesting pattern, before you knock them down, and one's knocking down the next and the next, but the whole shape of that energy transfer is already existing, But it's invisible to you, in order for you to see it, you got to set up those dominoes and knock them down. And that's kind of like the world. Hashem is creating ultimately these worlds that are experienced as energies that are separate from Him. But that's only to knock them down and show His powers. Knock them down in the sense of take them over or act within them to show all His powers. And then, when those experiences are had, we remember them forever. And, I don't know, it's just an interesting example. Think about it. Baruch Hashem.